Just under a month away, the coronation will take place in the UK. Edward Godfrey's covering it for Nine News and joins us after a weekend when a slew of details have come out. Um, Edward, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, good evening. How are you? We're good, thanks, Edward. So I was reading over the over the week, and one thing that interests me the most about the coronation is Camilla's title. Like, I thought it was the late Queen Elizabeth's request that she be known as the Queen Consort in perpetuity. But clearly Charles has got different ideas. Is that a bit of a breach of, you know, what was almost a dying recommendation by the Queen? Yeah, I'm not sure. It's almost as controversial as Liv, really, isn't it? Um, (laughs) There was a request that she be called the Queen Consort, and it just depends what you read over here. Um, I think on the invitations that went out, it referred to her as the Queen. But um, in most of the reporting still refers to her as the Queen Consort. Mm. So uh, I don't know, maybe we'll find out on the day. What did we know about whether Harry and Meghan are going to be turning up and what they're going to be doing on the day? Oh, I was hoping you might have the mail on that. <laughs> Everyone's trying to uh, predict what's going to happen there. But uh, uh, the invitations have gone out. There's going to be about 2,000 people there. And as you say, we've got some more uh, details about what's going to happen on the day. It'll be on Saturday, May 6th. Um, and you might want to get your maps out here if you're really excited about it. So Charles and Camilla are going to depart Buckingham Palace in the morning. They'll be in the Diamond Jubilee State Coach, which is Australian-made, um, and it's got some pretty modern trimmings on it, actually. They'll proceed down the Mall through uh, and along Whitehall and around Parliament Square, eventually getting to Westminster Abbey for an 11 o'clock start. That's the same place where the last 39 monarchs have been crowned, going back to the year 1066, including his late mother, Queen Elizabeth. It's about a 2.1-kilometre journey, which is a bit shorter than the Queen's was. And following that service, there's going to be a larger procession, which will take the same route in reverse, and that'll feature armed forces from across the Commonwealth, and we understand some Australian troops will be involved too. For the return leg, though, the King and Queen consorts, you might find this interesting, are switching to the Gold State Coach, You never had too many of them. Um, That was last year's in the Queen's Platinum Jubilee celebrations. Um, Apparently, that is a very uncomfortable ride. Uh, (laughs) I think it was King William IV that referred to it as uh, like being on a ship in a rough sea. (laughs) So it might look all pretty on uh, on TV and rolling through the streets there, but it's a bit of a rough ride if you can uh, feel some sympathy for them there. There were two other distressing details I read. One is that Camilla's going to be presented with some sort of sword made out of ivory, you know, a big piece of ivory being ripped out of the corpse of a massacred elephant. Uh, okay. Spectacularly tasteless. But the other thing, apparently, is the Archbishop of Canterbury going to rub some sort of holy oil on Prince Charles' chest as part of the process of, of inducting <laughs> him or inaugurating him as the king? <laughs> that evokes some images, doesn't it? Um, Hopefully none that we'll see yeah, on Channel 9. <laughs> <laughs> there is uh, there that is part of the proceedings. I understand. Um, I'm told uh, that the oil is vegan. Uh, they've been stressing <laughs> well, that's the important that. part, part, isn't it? <laughs> that doesn't help. That doesn't help uh, the elephant, though, does yeah. it? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help the elephant. But the spoon's not out of the dishwasher. It's, uh, it dates back to uh, the 13th century, I believe. So um, Ooh, yeah, nice. there's all kinds of. Um, Fascinating old artifacts. I thought they would have got all their their royal cutlery from Franklin Mint like the rest of us. (laughs) What's the vibe, Edward, with regard to the the build-up and the excitement or criticism or otherwise? Because it's not as though the king, when he goes out and makes at the moment public appearances, gets, you know, universal acclaim. He's often getting Mm. booed and heckled and so forth. 
what's the what's the feeling with regard to the coronation? Is it going to be a national celebration, or do you think there's going to be a significant number of detractors and people saying this is all a bit over the top, given where everything is at wow. at the moment? Uh, everyone's just bursting with excitement here. Um, no, I think uh, generally he's, he gets a pretty good reception um, here, especially around London and in England. Um, I know there are obviously varying different points of view on, on the monarchy and, and Charles, perhaps, but um, he gets a pretty good run here. And there is a fair bit of build-up now. Um, lots of articles popping up, obviously, on your BBC. And you're starting to see some bunting go up around town. There are some, um, some stagings going up around just outside uh, Buckingham Palace. I saw yesterday we're at the front filming out there. And uh, it's, it's going to be a long weekend here. And um, something that is pretty exciting is I understand the pubs here are going to be allowed to stay open for two hours longer than usual on the Friday and Saturday. So oh, wow. um, they're encouraging everyone to get involved. There's going to be a lot of uh, parties uh, in the street, uh, supposedly, and they're encouraging everyone to celebrate the day in their own way at home as well. So. Hey, um Ed, on a private note, you've just moved to London from Adelaide, haven't you? How, how, are, you, um, how are you settling in? How are you finding it? Must be, must be <laughs> freezing cold at the moment. I'm freezing my you-know-what's off. Um, just trying to adjust over here. Um, certainly not in uh, any royal palace. I'm uh, just in a hotel at the moment. But, um, yeah, I'm adjusting to the cold. Um, I'm very lucky. I've got my girlfriend, Rosie, here. And... Um, yeah, we're just settling in and um, working very hard to hit the ground running. And I've, I've been off to Poland, down near the Ukraine border, as pretty much as soon as I got here, and uh, just had a very awkward segue into a Star Wars expo uh, the day I got back. So uh, <laughs> you cover all things uh, wonderful and wild over here. <laughs> Hopefully it's more wonderful than wild. Edward, thank you. We appreciate your time this morning back here in your hometown. Edward Godfrey for Nine News covering the coronation. So it's the 6th with the 11th, so it's less than a month away. 16 minutes to oh, seven. The, the process it just highlights the absurdity of it all, doesn't it? The royal carriage that you talked about, you know, the one, the uncomfortable one that looks like it's made out of solid gold is just the most outrageous and inappropriate symbol of uh, the monarchy, especially when Charles has been all about the strip back, strip back monarchy. Oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's it, a very modest process, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, except It the- just reminds me of the Monty Python sketch from the Holy Grail. How do you, you become king? By exploiting the worker. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's the, right. The angry peasant. <laughs> 16 to 7. We're going to check traffic and come back with police, weather, and your chance to win gather round tickets to the Crows Carlton game Thursday night next. David Pemberthy and Will Goodings, 6 to 9, 5AA Breakfast.